0: Welcome to Tide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Tide Well. Hello and welcome to Ebbtide Wellness the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, and today we are going to get to know ourselves and ask the question, who am I? So many of you might be like, yeah, whatever, I know who I am. I'm so and so, I do this job, I live here, I've got this family situation. That is not who you are. <laughs> And If if that's your identity, then we've got problems. Most of us have problems in that we think who we are is how people see us, is the demographics that we check in boxes, is this persona or mask that we wear to conform in our world. That is not who you are. We need to go deeper. We need to know who we really are. We need to know what we value, what we love, why we love it, what makes us us, how we're unique, and we need to learn to accept all of that. This is the work. This is the real work, and it's so fun, and it's so big, and most of us are too scared to do it. It feels a lot safer to just be what everyone has told you you are or what you think you're supposed to be. And only see maybe the good stuff and kind of shut down the stuff that is part of you. But you're not really super excited about it. So we've got a problem, folks. People do not know who they are. They are out of touch with themselves. And if you're out of touch with who you are, how in the world are you going to completely have this self-love we've been talking about? Authentically loving yourself. If you don't know who you are... How are you going to know who you are meant to be in this life? Your path, your purpose, where is your compass coming from if you don't have a strong sense of who you are? If you don't know who you are, that means you are completely dependent on the external validation and definition. So when people tell you you're great, you think you're great. When people tell you you suck, you think you suck. We need to be completely independent of the storms of external opinion and be secure in who we are and our acceptance of that person. You can't have the life you want if you don't know who you are because your life reflects your connection to that. The people have forgotten who they are. We've conformed to society. We are trying to morph into what we see in the media. We are conforming to cultural expectations about gender, ethnicity, age. We are buried in our own stories, created from ourselves, from others, who knows? We're buried in stories. We're buried in labels. We're completely blind about who we are by beliefs that are wrong. So today we are going to remember who we are. And that's the word here, remember. I want to share with you one of my most favorite quotes by Emily McDowell. She says, Finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You are also not lost. Your true self is right here, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself. It's an unlearning, an excavation, a remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. I just love that. So our work here is not creating who we are Or putting it into a picture. Our work here is to surrender and soften and allow ourselves to release all the layers of garbage that our true self is buried under. So let's do an exercise here. I want you to imagine you're looking in a mirror. And when you're looking in this mirror, let's note the outside layer of what you see. What would you see here? This outside layer, it's really the cultural conditioning layer, other people's opinions. This is the layer that we put on in the morning to show up for life in a certain way. We might put on makeup or do our hair a certain way or shave, put on certain clothes, drive certain cars, get a certain coffee. This is the outer layer of presentation. There's nothing wrong with this layer. It's just something we do to adapt and survive in the world. You don't run around raw from your core center for all to see. Not everyone gets to know who you really are, but you need to. So in this mirror, you see the way you present and without judging it, without turning this into a flaw seeking exercise, but looking in the mirror, outer presentation, what's the cultural mask or costume, the societal way you walk around? You can see what you've done to meet the needs of being in this world. And just seeing it, nothing to do about it. Just seeing with fresh eyes how you show up. And as you're looking in the mirror, you can imagine looking into your eyes and going into the next level. This is the level that's more private for you, the thoughts, the emotions, what you care about, what you value. This layer, we're getting closer to who we are, but it's still a symptom. It's still layer that interacts with the external. So noticing here, there's, there's beliefs and values and emotions that don't necessarily taste or feel entirely like your own. Where have you internalized a script? Maybe it's a, a religion. It's something from your community, value, according to your gender, your role you're supposed to play. False beliefs are within you, false emotions and judgments, noticing in this deeper level where you've been inundated by the external. Let's take another deep breath and go a little deeper into the heart space. You can't see in there from the mirror, but you can feel it. This is the deepest space, this true self space within you. Sometimes we don't ever go there. We never meet it, but you do. And the true self that's been released from the external need to please, the masks, it's deeper than the values we've been told to hold to frame our lives. But what do you think? What do you want? Who are you? This is the deeper level. What does the heart beat for? What makes you go, yes? What makes you resonate with the world that says, oh, yeah, that's me too? You feel how you can soften closer to this person? So now that you've had a little bit of connection, it will go more, but this initial connection to a deeper center, softening into you, I can ask you the question now, who are you? Notice what comes up. Maybe we're getting away from the demographics and the scripts and the roles. And coming more into who you really are, independent of the world around you. I can be a meditation teacher, but that's not who I am. Who I am is someone who values spiritual connection and practice. That's me, that's mine. Doesn't matter what the world sees. So I hope that exercise got you a little closer to the real you, the goodness within you. But <laughs> here's the real work. We're not all sugar and spice and everything nice, thankfully. The real us is not all light and things that we are like, oh, it's good to meet the real me that's so compassionate and lovely. Yay, me. <laughs> if you not there, you're missing out. There's this whole other side of us. That we ignore, we resist, or we say, nah, that's not really me. And you know the part I'm talking about. You know the part that maybe only few people know about you or maybe nobody knows about you or maybe you won't even talk about it to yourself. So there's this shadow side we all have in us. And I am smiling because I love the shadow side. <laughs> I didn't used to like the shadow side, but I've made good friends with it and I hope you will too. So, what I mean by shadow side for the sake of today, here's a definition. It says our shadow self is made up of everything we feel ashamed of thinking and feeling, as well as every impulse that we have repressed consciously or unconsciously for the sake of keeping ourselves tame, likable and civilized. So I love this because we've all done things to fit in ever since we were born. And that's what we get buried under. That's where the remembering comes in because we've all gotten lost in how we've morphed ourselves to be tame, likable, and civilized. But we are not tame, likable, and civilized all the time if you are boring. I don't want to hang out with you. (laughs) But we've got these desires within us, these complexes. Sometimes we have negative thought patterns or difficult emotions like shame or guilt or regret, or maybe we're just being mean or angry. Maybe we're scared of things. Maybe we've had trauma that's unresolved. We have shit going on beneath the surface, and that's okay. It's part of us, and it's actually our biggest gift and strength when we stop hiding from it or hiding it And turn the light on it so we can integrate it through our light into wholeness. We meet it. We understand it. It's so hard. It's such hard work. But then when we do, we really understand who we are. The shadows and the light. We come out of being scared of the darkness to walking in it easefully. We've got nothing to hide anymore. When we accept ourselves, shadow and all, no one can hurt you by their judgment because you're like, yeah, I'm cool with it. So taking a minute now to consider what are your shadow traits? What's hidden for you? What don't you want people to know? What might you think makes you unlovable or unlikable? Okay, so seeing your shadows, great. You don't need to fix them or rationalize them. Just bring them into the light. That's what we do when we say, I see you. And then this light we have, these parts of us that we accept, that's what our light sides are. Like what I might see in light in me, you might see a shadow. It doesn't matter. But the stuff that I can say I'm good with in me is light. And that's then what we shine on the stuff that, We consider a little more difficult, our shadows. And when we put the light with the darkness, we heal. So I used to have so many shadows. So I, you know, I tried to be good, (laughs) whatever good is. Tried to be good at school, to be good at work, to behave, to smile, to be quiet. Not really all of me. Those of you who know me know I like to get a little crazy on occasion, (laughs) not so much as I've gotten older, but I am not afraid to do a wild party night. I like to talk some shit. I like to be free. I like to do me. I've always struggled with that as whoopsies, my bad. I guess I have to apologize for it and not do this so often. It's only in the recent decade doing my own healing work that I've been to say, no, I'm not a problem. These things I saw shadows, they're not wrong. They're me. That's me. I am a freedom loving being. I am alive. I love to be wild. So what I was able to do by seeing my shadows was reconsider them. Not as something to be put out in the darkness, but as something to integrate with myself and see how it really is me. And then you can see where there's destructive patterns in your shadows and when there's constructive ones. And usually the destructive comes out when we're denying ourselves and feeling ashamed. But when we bring the shadows in, we get the, usually, the constructive elements. So my wildness now is mostly expressed by... Walking through the woods with my dog. I just got a new tattoo last week. That is me running through the woods with dogs and honoring my wild side. So walk your own path, shadows, light, and all. Going back to your shadows now, how can you consider those to be something not shameful or wrong or a problem? But reconsider how they are part of you. So this is deep work that does come from softening and over time. But it's awareness, as always, that lets us begin to shine the light. So let's come into meditation now and see if we can't more fully meet ourselves, and more fully integrate, heal, and accept ourselves. So finding a posture that is appropriate for you right now. Maybe the eyes can close. Maybe they just stay lowered. And I want you to feel your feet. I want you to feel into your feet. Maybe direct the breath into your feet and just say, oh, these are my feet. Feel your feet. Same way I want you to come into the heart space, the chest. Feel the breath there. This is my chest. Come into the hands. Feel your hands. I am hands. Sense into legs. These are your legs. Let's meet ourselves in body as a way to ground into who we are right now. Missing into the face. Meet your face. Feel your face. Allow this body to be felt as a whole, organic, weighty, real. is part of who you are. Play yourself to hold body in experience, to hold yourself in softening as the breath allows the body to release. It's defending itself against the world, morphing itself, changing itself. Let the body just be. And let yourself be breathed. Soften into that space within you. that can serve as anchor. So every inhale, drawing back into the center that you touched on before. Just kind of dipping your toe into that center on the inhale to remember what you feel like, your true essence, your true flavor. You don't have to express and show it to everyone, but you need to know what it feels like. Let the inhales bring you back to that center place. On your exhales, settle into that, finding yourself sort of putting on the robe of real you, getting cozy in that space within you that's true, that's always been there. We just haven't visited it for a while. Let the breath bring you home to center. Allow the body to begin to relax and release the layers of everything that you've been buried under. It kept you from remembering who you really are. Connected to the center of you. I want you to notice, as we did before, that outer layer, that mask the costume we wear to walk around society. Again, it's not all bad. Some of it serves us as long as it's right for you. So connected to true self, I want you to amplify that light to this external mirage you present and notice where it seems to be comfortable But maybe now you're realizing places, it's too tight. It doesn't fit. So let your external persona be one that does fit ultimately who you are. It doesn't have to reveal it all. Let's not be in an ill-fitting costume, noticing where How you've been showing up for the world just doesn't fit anymore. Feeling what does. As we come into an external representation that's more consistent with ourselves, we get more space, feel the body expand, the relief is you're not just being shrunk by the wishes of how society wants you to show up. And in the spaciousness, we can connect deeper to a more internal true level of what we believe, what we value what we love, purpose here. So not letting this be what someone else told you or the handbook of an institution. Breathing into this layer of belief of framework, again, noticing where it doesn't feel right. It feels like you've got a rock in your shoe. Have to understand why or reject it, but it's not you anymore. The same way in the heart, there's places that you do have values and beliefs and love and purpose that flow with ease from within and direct you in a path that's consistent with how you feel. Allow those values and structures to be your guide, to encompass the framework of your life. You know, maybe you can't even articulate it, but you can follow where you authentically say, yes, that feels true for me. And let's come even deeper into our, our inner core, softening into this heart energy, this golden light, this space of you. And in this light, I want you to feel the magic, the goodness, the wonder of who you are just as you are. Not painted over or rebuilt as the world wants you, but just as you are, it's much better. And maybe there's a song for you or an archetype or an image within you that you know, a voice, a mantra. Softening into the space of deep love and light of you. Hold that connection. From this goodness, you might notice there's parts of you that seem like locked doors or things stuffed away in dark corners. There's no part of you that is unlovable or needs to be unseen or unknown. You need to know it all. Embrace all of you. Allow your light to spread into places that you've Until now, not wanted to look, not wanted to accept. You believe there's monsters under the bed or in the closet. Shine the light there. You are not a monster. No part of you is. So as you bring the light into the darkness, do you see now? Monster, it's you. And what you consider it a problem, how can you reconsider it as a beautiful way to heal and integrate something? Maybe now trauma has made you more empathetic or compassionate or strong. No more shadows. See the strength. Maybe you got off your path and have some shame. No more shadows. Shine the light and see the path you did walk and how that contributed to who you are. Allow the shadows and the light to weave and integrate until you are whole. This wholeness. There is no dark. There is no light. There is just you. Breathing into this you with love and acceptance. Remembering as you meet yourself again. I'll close with a poem by Aaron Hansen called Not. You are not your age, nor the size of clothes you wear. You are not a weight or the color of your hair. You are not your name or the dimples in your cheeks. You are all the books you read and all the words you speak. You are your croaky morning voice and the smiles you try to hide. You're the sweetness in your laughter and every tear you've cried. You're the songs you sing so loudly when you know you're all alone. You're the places that you've been to and the one that you call home. You're the things that you believe in and the people that you love. You're the photos in your bedroom and the future you dream of. You're made of so much beauty, but it seems that you forgot when you decided that you were defined by all the things you're not. The so one last time today, I want you to ask yourself, who am I? Thank you for listening this week. I'll see you next time. Be Tide well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well. Much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you're beginning to understand how much mindfulness can help us in our daily lives across so many areas. If so, you might want to consider gaining a deeper understanding of mindfulness and how to develop a regular meditation practice. If these are goals of yours, and they should be, (laughs) I suggest you check out my four week online mindfulness fundamentals course. You can check it out on our website, take it on your time, and deepen your ability to be tide well.